Hey there, bud. Welcome to Bearded and Bored. I am your host, Tim, and this week I am joined by Chris. Oh, hey there, bud. It's been a fucking moose's age. Oh, fucking A, man. Fucking A. Uh, fucking glad to have you back, man. Yeah, it's been a while. I think the last episode we did was G.G. Allen, and that went up uh, a week or two ago. So, yeah, it's uh, good to have you on. Yeah, fucking A, man. Weather's getting nice. Fucking playoffs are starting. Fucking life's pretty good right now. Yeah, uh, I think everybody needed a couple of days of sunshine. I think the uh, the persistent lockdowns and just attitudes are shifting to the point like people are getting pretty fucking restless. Oh, yeah, well, thank God the fucking golf courses are opening up at least. I mean, I honestly can't believe I'm in a point in my life where I'm stoked the golf courses are open, but it's like one of the only fucking things I could do right now, so I am going to indulge in it. I've progressively seen you become more and more of like almost like a, uh, fuck, what do they call them when they go down for the winters there? Uh, Snowbird. Over the last couple of years, you got real excited about the garden last year. Now you're all looking forward to golfing. (laughs) I know, dude. Oh, my God. It's hitting me so hard and fast. I don't even really know how to handle it but i think i'm gonna still kind of approach it the same way i have it's like i might not be able to go to uh punk shows to get kicked out before the uh headlining band goes on anymore but i will damn sure make my uh, good my best attempt to go around all the golf courses and get kicked out before i hit the back nine (laughs) fair enough I was just at a point now that, like, if I enjoy anything, I'm not going to let anyone take it away from me. I don't really give a shit. I'm like, yeah, I really enjoy rollerblading right now. That's just my thing. Like, I w- what the fuck do I care about appearances? And if the next thing is, you know, sitting in the back deck pulling... No, I, I can never accept that. Being one of those guys that are, like, on the hands and knees pulling out the fucking dandelions... Yeah, no, I'm uh, definitely not getting down on my hands and knees for the dandelions. However, I do have a fucking weed trimmer that does that shit for me. So, I mean, mm. I'm kind of half-ass. Yeah, well, if you ever see me get the fucking knee pads out and start fucking going one by one to protect my lawn <laughs> from dandelions, you fucking old yeller me behind the fucking barn, man. <laughs> well, I think your fucking cop neighbor at that point will probably... <laughs> <laughs> I don't it's know time. what code they would call in, but they'd be calling in something. We I'll, got a suspicious mail. I'll leave a video, Will. It was just time. Uh, so I invited Chris here this week to join me and talk to me about, uh, well, it's going to turn into an ongoing series. We're going to talk to all the various hosts because I'm interested to see how the answers change from group to group. You know, people are in different cities. People have different world experiences. But this seems to be something that all people think about, and maybe it's just because the media is out there and, you know, we watch a lot of movies with these premises. We watch uh, TV shows and, you know, on the news, they don't fucking shy away from it. Even the Weather Channel will start telling us about the fucking snowpocalypse. What we're here to talk about is Doomsday. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, like, I was thinking about that the other day, the, uh, I know I'm all over the place, man. I apologize, but uh, fucking the weather, like how that's even changed now to like scare tactics. Like uh, whenever it's going to snow fucking five or six centimeters, it's like snowmageddon. Prepare yourself for this weekend. It's going to snow like it hasn't snowed in three years. <laughs> all right. So let's get into this, man. We're talking about doomsday because 
We're in the middle of a global pandemic. Russia is run by an ex-KGB officer that's putting soldiers on the borders. China is China, North Korea. Everybody has nuclear weapons, and it's seemingly every country is more divided than ever. Like, it just feels like there's this growing tension, which they always say there's a growing tension, and, it, it, like, it's just of a time. You, you can go back to any point, and they're like, yep, the world's about to end. So I'm just curious because I'm starting to feel it now. How do you think the world would end? Like a really realistic way, like what do you think is going to be the thing, the tipping point? How do you think the world goes? Um, I mean, honestly, it's like kind of boring, but I would say, say the most realistic way is like, well, unless this coronavirus really fucks us over because of overpopulation and just like the gluttony and all that Mm -hmm. we're gonna run out of our really important resources i would say within the next couple hundred years and as we get closer to that just because of all the divides that we put in ourselves like we see every day like before it was like you know like racial and religion but now it's like fucking whether you wear a mask or you believe that fucking birds are real or fucking there's yeah i think it's just i think that it's we're just gonna kind of implode on ourselves i think it totally will be like that kind of um not nearly as cool as the like mad max series but that honestly does kind of i don't know the whole world would be like Africa, I guess. Yeah, just a couple of degrees. There's just pretty much no uh, uh, farmland in any kind of stratosphere. And then, of course, fighting will go spark off over those lands. And you get fucking ruined by bombs and shit. Yeah. 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 That, that's what I think. Like, kind of like, it'll be like, like, I think it'll, yeah, it'll just be like, small we're all going to be too divided to be too united to fight as one thing so it's just going to be like a, a bunch of small sects like fighting each other like it won't be like a war there'll be like wars going on but wars within wars if, you know, i don't know yeah. if, it, it's hard to explain well that's what like sci-fi has been espousing for a long time is like the way that humanity can continue is that we have to get out and not like oh, we're going to get out into the solar, like into the galaxy at large and go to all these new planets and spread out. They're like, no, you just, you're in the solar system and you start mining all of the different meteors and asteroids and you start getting out a little bit further and a little bit further and bringing those resources back. And because like, we don't have a lot of fucking water and we can't desalinate uh, the oceans at a quick enough rate. So, you know, it's shit's already getting tight. We're fucking Canada. We have the most fresh water in the entire world. And, you know, people up north, our, our reserves and stuff, don't have clean drinking water. We sell it to the states at a loss. It's fucking insane. Yeah. Oh, man, the whole water thing is, like, such a big issue for me. That's, like, actually, like, fucking... Uh, not going to get sidetracked on it too long. Or not an issue. Mm-hmm. But, like, I totally stand with the natives and the flights for all this. It's just... Uh, calling them like I see them and just like I guess like hypocrisy 
when I go to the res to buy my gas and buy my weed, there's a new gas station, and every time on my way out of the res, I notice that there's this huge banner up that's a fucking two-for-one promo for Nestle Water. Yeah. And it's like, oh, like, so you guys, like, are you water protectors or are you selling out your lands too? Because not only are you selling gas that's being taken from the earth, you're pushing Nestle, who is like the worst fucking water company there is. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, man, like, I don't know. Like, that's, that's like, all right, like, I can't really stand by, like, why are you blocking off tracks now? Like, I don't know. It's like, eh. Yeah. There's no reason any Canadian child should not have clean potable water, but like no, to, there, there's there's to, absolutely not. But it's like holy shit. But like, then like blocking off trains and traffic and stuff to to push a point that you don't really follow through on at home is like what what are we even saying? Let's yeah, fucking... that was just my like because I don't want to say like I I did I a hundred percent was behind the the natives and I always mm-hmm. do because it is their land and all that. But especially when it was like that, it was literally like a kilometer from where they're blocking <laughs> off this. So they're like, hey, buy Nestle water two for one while you're buying some gas. It's like, oh, I don't know. It's kind of kind of yeah. I don't know. It's like your own people are selling you out, too. It's not just it's not just the government. We're, we all fucking suck. Let's just face it. No, I mean, do. not all individual, but yeah, at, at an individual. All- I think as soon as you get more than 100 people into a room, people start to suck. Like, maybe even 100 is too many. Maybe it's 50. You can have 10 cool people in a room. But, like, yeah, the... you, there, there's got to be, yeah, because there's going to be that one fucking alpha male or somebody that's really fucking popular, the pretty girl. And so you're already just going to get, like, the peons that are going to follow them just because. And then there's going to be the ones under them that are just going to want to go with those people that are just slightly cooler, smart, uh, slightly smarter than them. So they just follow on, yeah. follow on with them. The total fucking herd mentality. Yeah, <laughs> not and like the, it's rare that you get a good leader. It's just somebody that's looking out in self-interest and, oh wow, all my needs are being met. So why would I give a shit about the greater good? <laughs> and this is like, uh, it, it's honestly like, like you don't have to break it down to like some deep philosophical thing. But now, like, just think, put yourself in the position where like all these politicians are all that. Yeah. Now, if you if you came from, you had a lot, and fucking you could have a lot more, and really not much to lose, and at the same time you could give your buddies a lot, and in turn they would give you a lot, and they would give your family a lot, and their families a lot, and you would keep everybody in your circle. You guys would all be like taken care of. Now, if you were somehow born into that situation and you had the choice you'd be like oh man i was like born with a lot of money i really don't have to do a lot i can mm-hmm. i'm gonna go to college on my dad's time and then i'm gonna become a politician or i'm gonna run this big company and i'm gonna have all that ahead of me you honestly do you think you'd be like nah man i'm fucking i got too much morals for that shit i'm gonna go and fucking work a nine to five and fucking show show the fucking man yeah. Fuck no, you wouldn't. You'd fucking go. You would take that job. You'd be fucking banging fucking high end fucking escorts. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, well, okay, I guess I'm just but... starting to see the world. Starting to see the world the way it fucking is. That's fucking absolutely hurt. no different than knowing. All right, my brother-in-law 
uh, her fucking somebody works at Hydro. Okay, can I get a job at Hydro? And then my life completely fucking changes because I'm a fucking line worker making insane money and I have a stable career for the rest of my life. I go from lower middle class to upper middle class. Real fucking thing. It's the same as a politician. You help out those around you that you know and you like. Like, yeah. It's fucking... Yeah, just, uh, just on a lower scale, but everybody does it. Like, whether yeah. you're a cop or, yeah, a hydro worker or something. If you got a buddy, you're going to... Or if you're the hire, who are you going to hire? Some Joe Blow that you don't know that, hey, he's got a good resume. Or fucking, you know, buddy that you've exactly. known for 25 years is like, hey, my nephew needs a job. Mm-hmm. I fucking spent like, a shit ton of money and I put two years into college to become a wastewater operator and there was nothing in Ontario for me because I didn't know anybody in the cities. Like, that's just the fuck, yeah, that's the way the fucking world works. Yeah. And like, yeah, and the difference is though, is like those jobs are like, what, like maybe 70, 100, top end, 150, $200,000 a year. Yeah. These fucking jobs I'm talking about, you're fucking making like a million dollars plus yeah. a year. Or, like, these trust fund kids that are going to, like, walk into a job that pays, like, you know, $17 million a quarter. Yeah, they think that redistribution of wealth is ever going to fucking happen. Bullshit. All right, so question two. Um, So you think that the world's going to end because we start running out of resources as global, global warming kicks off and there's just less and less land available. But what do you think the coolest way the world is going to end? If you're just sitting there daydreaming or your favorite kind of movie, like... What is the, the most badass way the world could just come to a fucking standstill? Cool fucking race of aliens or time travelers. Oh, sick. That's mine, too. And or both. Time traveling aliens? I fucking love yeah. it. Oh, fuck. How great would that be? Oh. And they're just humans, but further evolved because they're that far into the future. Okay. Uh, like... Maybe, maybe I'm trying to think of that with that fucking like Stargate was that show oh, from like yeah. <laughs> where they're like future Egyptians or whatever the fuck was going on. I have no idea what was going on in that show. I hardly ever watched it, but I just could not grasp it when I was a kid. But I don't know. I've watched every single episode and once a year <laughs> I go back and watch the fucking movie. My grandfather, he worked at the <laughs> airbase in Trenton. Great. Yeah, he worked at the airbase in Trenton, so we got to watch that movie on the airbase in one of the the rooms because he was he was an officer there, and so like you're watching this like fucking movie about a secret alien like a secret base that uses alien technology to travel to other planets, and I'm just looking at him like, are you fucking telling me something? Is this where they're keeping the fucking Stargate, man? Trenton <laughs> Airbase, like I want to go to fucking Stargate, yeah. So actually, there is an alien symbiote that uses hosts. So they took humans from Earth and they seeded the entire galaxy with them so that they could keep swapping out bodies to keep them healthy and young. (laughs) I'm a fucking nerd. Stargate (laughs) is awesome. There was a conspiracy theory that uh, the reason they invaded Iraq twice was because Saddam had the Stargate and they wanted to get it away from him. That would have been cool would be pretty fucking awesome if he has like fucking entire planets out there that are just like waiting for Saddam to return as they're building up the <laughs> Iraqi forces. <laughs> um, okay, so we got the first two questions 
question number three. Do you have anything currently prepared for the end of the world? And if not, uh, when the end of the world becomes apparent, what are you going to put together? Oh, fuck yeah. I would say, like, honestly, if, if shit was to go down today, I would I'd be good for at least six months the way it stands. Like, there'd mm-hmm. be a few things that I would have to, but, like, uh, I have all kinds. I've been trying to, over the last bit, just anytime I see anything, like, on a good sale or somebody's, like, finished building or something i have all kinds of building supplies all kinds of fucking tools yeah i have a shit ton of mres just because i thought i just went through a weird thing where i thought it'd be cool to have them i have shit tons of preserves i have tons of water i like fucking weapons fucking i bought a truck with uh i'm trying to think the word for like an extended capacity or whatnot like the fucking truck is a 140 liter tank in it i got oh, it shit. fucking with a tow package so i was like good to go wherever like i'm i'm pretty fucking utilitarian i i really don't own a whole lot of shit but the stuff i do is either like camping gear or fucking tools and shit so i'm, I'm pretty good to go that's fucking awesome. Well, and with your life experience, you probably would have, even if like off the top of your head, you don't know right now, a lot better idea of the lay of the entirety of Canada. Like you're like a fucking trapper from back in the days when we were settling this country. Like you would know <laughs> certain towns and areas and roads to get to. That's fucking insane. I definitely know a shit ton of the like secondary and tertiary highways across canada and i do know yeah a lot of little podunk towns and like places that are cool to go places that are not so much and i'm just i'm really fucking self-reliant that's awesome so all right you're all set but i know that you have a wife and a kid so here comes question number four which might be slightly loaded now who would you want on your team like who are you taking with you chuck norris and sly stallone fucking love it Chuck Norris and Sly Stallone. You're going for the old boys, eh? Geriatric team. <laughs> fucking what if I depends. Grew up on, man. <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah. Maybe Ron Swanson. Ron Swanson. That's a good choice too. Hmm. Oh, I didn't even think of it in that direction. What? Like, that is far better than the question I had. Who would you want on your team? Fucking Sly Stallone. Like, prime Sly or, like, slightly older Sly or expendable Sly? I mean, like, really early, like, fucking Rocky is my favorite fucking movie of all time. And the first fucking uh, Rambo is is fucking amazing. But then you go into, like, Rocky 3 and the other Rambos when he's rocking, like, a fucking 3% body fat and just, like, fucking jacked the tits. But then Stop you go on and, and his older shit, like fucking uh, the last one, fucking be like number six, Rocky Balboa, where he's old as shit. That was a fucking good movie. I I would rank that the second second best out of the Rocky series. That was a fuck. That was a great one. The Expendables. I've seen the first one. I haven't really caught the other ones, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, he's he's old as shit, but he's he's still rocking it. I'd, yeah, he, he's pretty fucking badass. But obviously, I'd want him when he was like, I don't know fucking between 
between first Rocky and Rambo and and Rocky two, I would say I'd want in there. I want to go. Yeah, I'd go early on. I think I'd go Cobra. Like that era. Oh fuck me! I forgot about that dirty motherfucker. That was an early one, dude. God, that was such was a dark that? movie. My yeah. old man loved that one. It fucking scared me though. Like the fucking like opening scene where they're like underground and he's fucking got those like big spiky knives and they're like clanking them over their head and yeah. it was just oh, it was, it was too much for me. Oh, that one was good. Well, that was back in the day where every single like time you shot a guy, they would fly through a pane of glass. Um, yeah. His fucking his kill count in that movie is fucking oh, ridiculous. Fucking ridiculous. So. That was a good one. I think my favorite Sylvester Stallone movie. Okay, like favorite worst movie is the one Tango we, and Cash. It's fucking amazing. The one that he did with Dolly Parton, uh, Bedazzled, or oh, you know, fuck, I fucking Rhinestone. Rhinestone, yes. That one is so hard to get through, but so good to Fuck, see him singing. I have not seen that to this day. I know it exists. I know exactly <laughs> movie you're talking about, but no, I have I have not seen that. Although I fucking drink trying blood to, blood <laughs> and I like to sing country song. <laughs> Shit! Oh my god! Oh, okay, but that's the... too rich. Oh my god, though. You know what? Now that we're getting on that, though, I would think honestly, I don't even know how I didn't fucking think of this. Fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, oh, like 1980s, yeah. uh, well, up to up to Terminator. Well, you know what? Fuck it, just Arnold Schwarzenegger. Fuck, Anytime. he was amazing. You, you'd have to take him, but definitely the Terminator. If I could take the fucking Terminator with me, yeah, I'd be taking him. Fucking Commando. Oh, last oh God, hero. I love I, com, com, Commando's pro, Commando and Running Man are my two favorites of his. Like, Let off some steam, Benny. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say the one-liners <laughs> is almost too much in Running Man. It's oh, almost fucking fuck. too much, but it, it's fucking great. But He's oh my so God, good. Commando is just fucking awesome. There's so many good scenes, but I just love the starting, like fucking just the like. Him like licking ice cream and like it, it like getting on daughter's nose and just like making it so sweet carrying and like rounding the bed where carrying a whole fucking log over his shoulder and just like fucking. Oh my god, that was the, such um, a good. We need montages, movie. man. We need montages. Oh. Fucking the eighties montages, like just it was a fucking art that just has never been paralleled. I I'm hearing rumors as early as July that uh, the fucking the lockdown will be lifted pretty much with everybody getting their inoculations and stuff. You and me should consider doing a Twitch stream where we go back and watch some of these fucking action movies. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, Definitely down for that. I have to say it. The best Sylvester Stallone movie of all time is Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. That movie made me laugh. There was some great fucking action in it. It was a solid fucking movie. They never need to remake it. It just needs to exist. And if you're young enough to not know what the fuck I am talking about. No, I, I remember oh. I remember watching it as a kid, but I like watched it when it came out, so I don't really remember it at all. Fucking his mom's one of the golden girls and she's like yeah, fucking I, got his yeah, magnum in the, the fucking, sink. She's the small it. one there, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> oh man. No, I can, like, as I'm, like, talking about it, yeah, I can remember, like, a few of the scenes. Like, I remember she, like, cleaned his gun or something like that and, like, fucked it all up. Yeah, she had, like, just a tub of, like, soapy water, and she's like, it was dirty. Mom, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> uh, all right, that is that is the best fucking team I've heard so far. Um, if you 
fucking war's broken out. Everything's gone to shit. Someone like fucking waves you over. They got an underground bunker. Uh, I'm just curious, how long do you think you could last in an underground bunker? Let's say nuclear war. You know you can't leave. You know your kid probably can't leave. How long I mean, can you last? I mean, realistically, I did this pandemic without any fucking problem, so... Right. I haven't really left too much. I've gone like the odd place and I go grocery shopping. So I'd, I'd probably be all right. Uh, I guess it would be dependent. Although something that I have recently put stock into thought about is um, trying to download and pirate as much as shit as I can. And so like as long as I got fucking media and like a fucking generator and like I don't know I guess like gas it I figured that it was probably just like a solar fucking power as long as I got some form of media so I can like at least listen to music and like keep like you know like um, mm-hmm. one of the things is you lose your language if you don't have people talking around you a lot of the time too so if you're like yeah. by yourself you like gotta keep shit up so you just like don't go fucking crazy so as long as I can like figure out to like like even have radio or you know at least access to new reading material i think i think i'd be pretty okay like food definitely that's the biggest thing i guess would be dependent just as long as how long i could figure out how to keep food i'm actually surprised that you and i got the like there's i have this written down here um for my answer too it is it involves something that you talked about when you were traveling across canada and your answer right now is you've come up with the same idea I had, and I, I'm surprised you thought of the same thing. I was going to go out and buy, like, three or four, like, solid MP3 players and, like, get cases for them and then, like, solar panels to keep them charged, but then just go down and get, like... Because on these SD cards now, you can have 120, 250 gigs, and that's fucking nothing for audio files. So I would have vast libraries of audiobooks, podcasts, survival guides, and then like I would put them into card protectors or like albums or something, and then I'd also sew some into like the jacket in case I ever got fucking robbed, and then I'd be able to have like this fucking library on me of uh, like uh, all the time of just cool shit. That's cool. Fuck it. Um, so does that not like, okay, so you think you could survive no problem, uh, in a bunker? Well, I mean, like I, I definitely, it would, it wouldn't be as easy as life would be today. However, I've had, uh, I don't know, enough strife through my life, I guess that mm-hmm. like for the most part, what a lot of people would think would be like really hard or shitty really, it's just like a fucking Tuesday. So it wouldn't be that bad. Do you think that number changes if you have a bunch of other people in a bunker? Like, it's some kind of massive arc? Uh, absolutely, because you're, like, you can't have anything, like, even work or, like, anything. You're you're going to get your clicks, and you're going to get, like, people are going to get fed up, and, like, fucking, you know, you're, you're going to get mad at somebody and be like, oh, hey, this guy's a douchebag, he's fucking, or, you know, kind of like, yeah. you're, 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 even if you had a room with three people in it, eventually there'd be politics, right? Yeah. There's a, a show called Ascension um, that I watched. There's only one season of it, and uh, do you care if I spoil it for you? Like, oh, no, I never really watch it. Yeah. So, okay, the sci- it's a sci-fi show, and basically the concept was in the 60s. They wanted to know how long people could last inside of a spacecraft if they were going to send a colony shift to another planet, right? 
So a bunch of people agreed. They trained. They said they were going to go be astronauts. And then they uh, put them all, like, uh, asleep. And when they woke up, they were on the space station. They, they gave some kind of reason for why they were going to do that to everybody. Um, but where you're getting into the story is the year, like, 2000. So 40 years have passed of, like, different generations thinking they're on a fucking spaceship uh, traveling to another planet. And you have, like, these kids who turn 16 and realize, I'm never going to leave the spaceship because it's going to be another generation or two until we get to the fucking planet. And they're like, fucking, they turn 16, they realize they'll live their entire life there, and either they'll come to terms with it, or they'll become, like, super suicidal. But, like, yeah, you have all these different, like, groupings and shit like that, even in that confine of a space. It's fucking crazy. That's fucking dirty. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's quite the premise. Goddamn. Well, and, like, they would just fuck with them, too, because they were like, all right, well, it's been a few years since a fire, so let's see how they react if we light this on fire. And, like, a couple of them are spies and, like, smuggling out information and <laughs> they're, like, claiming, like, well, you know, in a confined space, they needed to learn this, so this is where we actually got the uh, technology for an MRI machine. Put the smartest people in a think tank for this long. It's fucked up, though, eh? Fuck yeah. All right, so uh, the world's infrastructure uh, infrastructure has collapsed. There's no more police or law enforcement. You know, we're we're getting right near the end of everything. How does your interactions with other human beings change? Like, are you the one of the people I'm going to see the best in everybody? You know, I'll still do trades. If I see somebody walking down the road, I, I won't avoid them. Or, uh, like, what kind like, of... Yeah, I don't know. That's a, that's a hard question to simplify now. Like, so that, um, yeah, I don't know. It'd be, like, total, totally dependent. Um, I probably definitely wouldn't have, like, really any time for acquaintances and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you definitely would be uh, definitely be a lot more apprehensive and I mean at that point in time you are going to have to take it back to like like what do you have to offer kind of thing at this point like I don't know it, I sound like fucking real dick when I say it that way but like yeah well there's I, a reality of it you I think yeah it'd be, like, I, it'd be like it would be like family first fucking yeah yeah I mean honestly if it falls to the point where we're like we don't really have you know like semi falling into anarchy like and probably like try to stay out of my way because if you have something that I can use and you seem like a person that I can take it from I'm probably going to yeah I completely respect that answer that's it, it's not a nice answer yeah that's just but... at that point it's like I got a family to feed it'd be like the same as like a fucking ant. like you really want to break it down like I don't think I'm any better than a fucking animal and at the end of the day like you know like if, if fucking you need to bring something home to the den or your fucking cubs to eat oh, that's what you're gonna fucking do yeah and if well even if like the, someone doesn't directly pose a danger to you but let's say you, you've got a cabin out in the woods and someone passes by that person might be completely fine, but who the fuck are they going to tell of what yeah. they saw? And like, yeah, totally. you got to start like, making you know, serious choices because someone's coming to take what you have the same way that you might have to take what somebody else's has. Yeah, because it's it's totally going to change your 
your like behavior and the way you think of things. Cause like right now, like I'm, I'm a pretty cool person. Like I'd like to, I'd like to help out if I can. I've never been a thief or anything like that. I don't care that I have more than anybody else. But yeah, if you go to the point where like the world's fucking ending, and it is like literally fucking, it's gonna be dog eat dog. If you're, if you're not, you know, posing a direct threat to me or like trying to do the same for your family, like that. Like, by all means, keep your distance, do your own thing. If it's somebody walking by me, I'm like not going to go out of my way to do something. But yeah, I'd probably be a bit more apprehensive to like see somebody in my backyard or like, like if I'm right now, if I was to see somebody in my backyard, I'd still be like pretty fucking, you know, like, Hey, what the fuck you doing? But I mean, I've been drunk a lot of times. I've tried to cut through yards and I end up in the odd one that's had a fence or something like that. So I could get it. Mm-hmm. However, if it was in that situation, I'd probably shoot somebody. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense to me. I, uh, I'm i still working on my answer. I think I'll answer that in a later episode with somebody else because like, I just I see the truth in what you've said, and that makes sense to me. And I think I don't know if that's me. I don't know how much morals I'll have at the end if that's, you know, if I'm going to stay like Because my... My heart says, like, I, I want to be a fighter and, like, I'll try to keep the peace and I would join up with some kind of militia or something like that to, to do so. But, you know, the fucking end yeah, of the world I, comes. Can you, like, I can beat my chest and try to say that now, but if fucking, I got people to protect. I'm not going to let the, fucking people hurt them. I, I don't know. It's kind of an eye opening for me. And I, I don't know. I guess I just had a lot of shit that's kind of, I guess, I think has came clear to me. Might, mm. might not be, but it's like the whole like trying to be, you know, have good morals and like trying to go above and beyond, which which aren't bad virtues and all that, but really doesn't get you. Uh, I guess I guess it's hard to get, but it's at the same time though. I I drink bottled water and I buy shit that comes from China and I like yeah. I support companies that like have death camps and like i mean like i bought a diamond ring like i mean honestly some fucking kid in africa probably is fucking dug it under a fucking point of a gun but say what you will about you right those fucking tiny fingers on those children have the best stitching so yeah like (laughs) i don't know like it's it's so hard like i uh, I'm not directing this back to you. I'm just like as a just like a blank statement. It's gotten really, really to the bug me over the last few years, just because all the like punk rockers, the activists, they're trying to be. They're like so holier than now. But it's like, dude, you fucking shop at Walmart. Like, go fuck yourself. Like, you, you can't fucking preach that shit and then yeah. go and directly contribute to the shit that you're preaching against. Like, nobody's got fucking morals. Like, we think we do. And I mean, yes, we do. I'm never going to go, like, out of my way and, like, like, like be a bad person or, like, fucking just hurt somebody for no reason or, like, go rape somebody or something like that. But I mean, yeah. like, I, I don't know. Like, I, 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 it's really fucking gray area what I decide that I'm going to think is a good Why would I choose today the and what is of, not. Yeah. Why would I choose the end of the world to then be virtuous? Like, that's when I'm going to all of a sudden be brave and courageous and stand up for the fucking, the little guy and law and order. Exactly. Like, yeah. you fucking can't. You got to take care of yourself. And, like, I hate the whole, like, turning a blind eye thing. Well, I mean, 
yeah, there's a lot of injustice in the world, and yeah, that it sucks. And it's not so much that I'm turning a blind eye. It's just in the grand scheme of things, I really can't fucking do anything. And like, so like, why fucking lose sleep over something that I really have no fucking control over? Yeah. Like, it fucking sucks. Like, I, I'm fucking sorry that there's a lot of places in the world where fucking women are just fucking treated horribly. And shit. Stoned like, to death and fucking... I don't fucking live there. Shit. I can't fucking do anything. Yeah. I don't have the money. I don't have the power. I don't have anything to fucking do about it. So, like, yeah, I can either be, like, walk around all day and be like, oh, man, fuck, I really hate that fucking women can't drive and, you know, like, fucking wherever. Or I can just go on and live my fucking day. Yeah. Like, does that really make me an asshole? Like, yeah, I feel about it, and it sucks, but I'm not going to fucking, like, spend my whole fucking day on it. Well, you know what? Like, maybe it's just a matter of the way that you treat those around you and the world and, like, a little bit of good, and everybody else does that little bit of good, and it slowly mounts to the point that something actually changes, because... I put my fucking carts in the corral. (laughs) So, I like, I mean, honestly, I've got more points than most people do. You want to know what? I even fucking put other people's back sometimes. Cause like, fuck, yeah. like, do you know how fucking pissed off I would be if I like, came back and like fucking huge ass dent or scratch, my mirror's fucking gone just because some lazy asshole couldn't walk twenty five feet, fucking put a cart back. Have you ever been fucking eyeballed by someone that just like drives their cart over to the edge and like hooks it on a curb? Like they've done some kind of great justice by like, well, it's not going to move from here. So yeah, but that's not the fucking car corral, man. Like there's fucking law and order in the world and like you can choose to not be a fucking problem. Just put your goddamn oh, cart away. Oh no, it's like the whole fucking like grocery shop and you'll be like 75% of the way down the aisle, clearly marked with the arrows, regardless of how you feel about the arrows, just like whatever, I'm not stupid, I can see that that's a down arrow, so I'm going to follow this. Yep. And then you'll see some, like, 45-year-old lady clearly look down at their la- they're up and decide, you know what, fuck it, I'm not going to wait the 10 seconds for this guy to come out. I'm going to fucking go down, not even on the other side of the fucking aisle, so I can go beside him. I'm going to go right fucking down in front of him so I can be a total fucking douchebag about it and be like, oh, oh, oh you know, just, like, fucking make some stupid fucking gestures. Like, holy fucking shit. Like, A, we both know you're in the wrong aisle. I really don't fucking give a shit. Just, like... Don't make a fucking deal about it and at least make it easy for me to go by. Like You want to know something fucked up? Like, I I try to follow the arrows and stuff like that, but uh, I have fully turned my cart around and walked backwards down an aisle in case somebody, like, came around the corner. I could look like I was going in the right direction. Just so I wouldn't have to fucking hear anything. (laughs) Or or the little shit, like, I'm like, fuck me. I need to be six feet, six feet in the aisle. There's nobody in there. I'll go do that. But I mean, like, common decency but like just, like let's all fucking don't pretend make, don't Isn't make that me like what feel like the is? asshole because yeah. i'm actually where i'm supposed to be well and that, that's the thing that i don't think that like normal law-abiding citizens get is like with weed before this like us stoners and like drug users and shit with the cops all had an understanding and i'm not talking about the asshole cops i'm talking about the regular cops the ones that would deal with us and it's like if you conducted yourself in a certain way and didn't draw attention, we all kind of got along and like you knew a way of like going through the motions. Don't ever let them oh, catch yeah. you. Yeah, Never like, admit to it. The, yeah, there's tons of times I've been in situations where you know that they know that you know that they know that you know, but it's all good. That's just how decent society works. We know the rules. We all just kind of abide and like 
Some of the rules don't make sense. Some of the rules are there for a very specific good fucking reason. But like you just, you go, you, you don't fucking push back. You don't make waves because it's not the person making fucking $11 behind the counter fucking job to like fucking come out and corral you. They don't want that. It's, uh. it's, it's like lifting up and putting down the toilet seat. Yeah. Which, you know, I have strong feelings about that. Girls say they, they fucking fall in and shit, but like, who doesn't look? I have never once fallen into the toilet no, seat. No, no, I'm not even going to go on that. It's just a simple <laughs> abuse thing. You lift up the seat so you don't piss on it, and then yeah. you don't have to wipe it off anyways. That and then, yeah, sense. 100%, I don't, I don't throw it down, so you definitely should be looking. It's what, more, what kind of I game guess, of mine, is, mine, mine is lit. I guess, yeah, totally. Mine is lifting up the seat so you don't piss on it. Yeah. If you don't look at it, put it down on your ass. That's on you. Well, and like I've heard females argue like, well, I never want to touch the seat. You're the one that raised it. It needs to go down to the position that it belongs in. And fucking to me, it's utilitarian. The position it belongs in is the position it was last used for. Like, yeah. it's not my fucking job to monitor you and make sure that you fucking are playing like goddamn Russian roulette, heaven or hell, like fucking loaded gun. I'm just going to sit and see what the fuck happens. It doesn't make sense. Sorry. Totally just perfect in here. <laughs> That's all right. Um, favorite doomsday movie? Um, I, I don't know if either one of them are doomsday movies, but just I guess we'll go with category it'd be a tie for uh day of the dead and water world oh good call uh why day, day of the, the dead day, day of the dead is fucking awesome in the dead series the zombie movies i know like zombies have gotten like so popular in the last few years and i'm not mm-hmm. just like i'm uber than like a zombie fan or it's not that i'm like oh i was a zombie fan before i just like the the dead series they're cool like the original black and white night of living dead was one of the first horror movies since i was a kid fucking traumatized me and didn't find out till like 20 years later what that movie actually was i just had like these fucking black and white pictures scaring the shit out of me in my dreams and shit for years and uh then so i had a roommate that was really big in a horror movie started watching horror movies put that one on for me and it's just yeah i fucking love it it's like there's not a lot to it like it it's like it's set in an underground military bunker and so there's like fucking you know a couple doctors and a few fucking military personnel, and they're like the last few there, and they're just trying to fucking get through shit till shit figures out, but everybody's going fucking crazy because there's only a few people, and they've been stuck on the ground, and there's fucking zombies, and like, so it's just a fucking great fucking movie. That's uh, awesome. It definitely doesn't, like, teach you how to get through anything or whatnot, or like, nothing really good about it. <laughs> Happy, I guess. But and then fucking Waterworld, my God, I know it's like one of the biggest failures of all fucking time but as oh, a kid yeah. i thought that movie was cool shit and just like childhood wonder man like oh my god like everything about that movie is so fucking cool as a kid you liked it you didn't find it too slow or anything like you were that invested the entire time through it was a beautiful yeah, see, fucking like movie. i don't know like i really liked that shit when i was when i was younger like i'd say up to like i was 14 or whatnot i really liked movies and then once i got into high school i just like was out doing shit and smoked so much pot and never really watched any movies anyways and then as an adult like it's like movies aren't my thing so i don't yeah. know like i just i really enjoyed movies when i was a kid i really just can't 
can't get anything into long enough to watch it. And I just, I'm really not into drama and fucking sci-fi or like fucking anything. Yeah. I'll watch the odd comedy movie where I can fucking, you know, put it on five times over the week and catch it. Cause I'll just watch 10 minutes here while it's kind of in the background. And I like TV shows, but yeah, I don't know. I just fucking, I can't sit and commit and watch anything for that long. Uh, I've been trying to retrain myself. Like I'll actually turn my phone off while I watch a movie now because I don't want to watch 10 movies, not pay attention to anything like either my phone or the movie. So I try to watch one movie, phone off, and then I'll get on my phone and do shit or whatever. Just Yeah, I really got to get on that. I think that's one of the biggest like detrimental things to fucking society right now is the goddamn phone. It's like, yeah, yeah it's awesome to be able to get a hold of everybody and have like the wealth of knowledge of the entire fucking human civilization at the fucking you know back and call your fingertips however i just spent so so much fucking time but as the weather is getting nicer here i'm really gonna try to just fucking like put my fucking phone down like i'll use it when i'm at work but when i come home like there's enough shit i got at home or outside that i can do that i just don't need to be on a goddamn device all the time that's a new wrinkle uh like when we were kids we would go through town and be free and you would know when to meet up with people and all that shit but like if the world ends, these 19, 20 year olds, I know that they're very adaptable. All fucking kids are, but like what kind of outlook would they have without social media or phones? Like to, to know how to look for information in a book or where to yeah. look for books, you know, it's like, just like, like, yeah, especially like if shit went down or just think like, I'm glad that I did experience that or like had to hitchhike and all that. Cause could you imagine like say three years from now, take a 19 year old that has like went up to like you know grade nine or ten and then it's just pretty much lived their life through social media and then all of a sudden you know has like shitty parents or whatnot and they're like okay get out of the house yeah like where like how are they gonna fucking like i i don't think this fucking generation would know how to like if you didn't have a device or wi-fi like do they know okay, we're going to have to go downtown and find, like, you know, the fucking who helps with the housing or the fucking, you know, the unemployment fucking place. You're like, yeah, fucking how, red do you, dawn how do you happens just, and they're like how giving do you, away you don't their have location? Google Maps, how the fuck do you get 74 blocks across town and find how you are? Like, it boggles yeah. my mind that I was actually able to do that, like, back in the day. Just like, I'm going to go go to a concert and I'm going to go to a city that I've never been into and then, you know, just figure out, oh, I need to go 74 blocks this way and then, you know, find this avenue and go here. And like, I don't know how the fuck I used to be able to do that. I don't think I'd be able to go off a paper map anymore. Like, if I would have unfolded on a road trip and shit like that, I don't think I would be <laughs> cognizant. It would fucking I suck. I remember living with my roommate when I was in Grand Prairie. went to see fucking Judas Priest in Edmonton. Mm-hmm. It was like the first time either one of us had been in Edmonton. And so it's it be like almost fucking 15 years ago now. And so we got there and um, I'm trying to think. We were just like across the Greyhound station or something like that. So they had like a place that was like a traveler station, coffee, whatnot. Anyways, they had fucking atlases and shit. And so we bought an atlas of Edmonton. Like a book, so we could find where everything was. So we could find our hotel, the concert, and all this. So, anyways, we're like looking at us, and we're looking at the map, and we're like, "Oh fuck, yeah, here's our hotel. Here's where we are." And it's like, "Oh fuck, man, that's like, that's like seventy blocks, man. We'll just fucking walk that. That's not that fucking far. <laughs> City blocks. 
city blocks yeah we're oh fucking walking God. it's like three and a half hours in and we're like holy fuck man I'm like well we're only like fucking 40 blocks away this time might as well so we fucking walk like five fucking hours across the entire fucking from this oh, heart shit. of fucking edmonton all the way to just outside the west edmonton because i i found out later on though how far away we were because i stayed there with my brother and i was like oh yeah where's the west edmonton mall and they're like oh you know it's like an hour and a half walk that way you take cab we walked from like the center of fucking Edmonton all the way to the goddamn outskirts oh to get to our God. hotel. So by the time we got there, we like dropped our shit off and fucking went to the concert. Like wasted our whole fucking oh day in Edmonton because we were just, I don't know, both of us are just from like smaller towns and all that. And we we're like, oh fuck, like 70 blocks. Like, what do you figure? It's like three minutes a block. Yeah, it'll be nothing. I've got myself in trouble like that when I go to Ottawa. Like, luckily, people have stopped me. I haven't had to walk for, like, five and a half hours. But, like, yeah, it's just, I think of terms of, like, a town like Belleville or something. Like, if I'm drinking, I'm not paying for a taxi. I'll just start walking home. Like, even if it's, <laughs> yeah. like, it's an hour, like, that's, like, from one end of town to the other, right? Oh, and fucking Ottawa was the worst because we lived fucking, like, in Nepean, which is on, like, the edge oh, of Ottawa. Shit. So it, it's a legitimate about a two-and-a-half-hour walk to get down to, like, the downtown drinking area and all that. And I would fucking, because I was like broke, just working for like a shit job, didn't have a lot of money. I would go and buy like, not even one of the fucking Mickeys, but like one of the 200 milliliter bottles. And I'd, yeah. I'd get one of them and I'd fucking drink that over the course of like a couple hours that I was going to the show, pay my like 15 bucks cover to get in the punk show and then fucking drink like, you know, drink $60 worth of beer instead of 50 and saving, you know, $10 to get a cab that could have at least got me three quarters of the way home and only have to walk a half hour. No, but I would drink that extra fucking beer and a $2 tip, fucking stumble home like three and a half hours after a show. Ah, goddamn. Ottawa was... It was was good. I enjoyed the shit, but Ottawa was so grimy for me. I was just (laughs) like such a (laughs) shit-ass place in life and so fucking broke, but there was a lot of good punk shows and fucking... So, I don't know. It was, I enjoyed the shit out of it, but Jesus Christ, it was grimy. Yeah. That, well, fuck. I gotta get into those stories one day, because I love Ottawa. I, I would like to be there one day. I fucking love that city. All right, man, before we end our episode today, I gotta know, what will you miss most about modern society? Uh, Sports. Sports. Down. Yeah, shit. I didn't even think of that. Uh, I was gonna say pizza, fucking sports. Yeah, I make bitch and pizza. I don't gotta worry about that. Yeah, you you're never gonna hear like over the fucking radio some kind of like even hockey game or soccer game being broadcast. Yeah, I know that's like such a weird thing, but I mean, like honestly, like I can I can still work on engines or whatnot and like fucking like music i can make my own or like music's never gonna go away people always make music and i can yeah. almost like anything like and there's like not really too much that you could take away but obviously like when like billionaires aren't gonna be running everything and we're not gonna be like going to gravel at their feet and pay the money well then like there's probably not gonna be sports so what if that uh... would suck yeah, but this is I mean, there still like, will all, be all the radio. Though. I mean, there will be like, oh, you know, like who's the biggest we can fight and all that. But I don't know, man. I I like hockey and football. Yeah. Football especially. I guess that's when you. I, I'd miss the NFL. Okay. I, I could give away everything. I'd really miss the NFL and to the NHL to a lesser extent. But what if, uh, you know, like you said, you're gonna have like all those uh, the SD cards or your audio library kind of thing like uh, set up. 
if you uh, downloaded a bunch of old radio broadcasts or podcast, like I guess radio broadcasts preferably of old games so you could like go back and listen to a hockey game or whatever like the kids will have no fucking idea what you're if you ever tried to show them or explain to them what was happening but you'd be able to hear like a better time people on the ice or old baseball games and shit could the apocalypse be so boring that fucking baseball would be cool again (laughs) <laughs> no, like I, I like I don't know. Like I know that's like such a weird thing to be like, oh, really sports? But like no, like honestly, I think everything else, I'd be like half-ass, okay. But I'm like trying to like really like boggle my brain. Like uh, like I don't know. I guess like it's pretty cool that I can use Interact to pay with shit. Like I mean, the internet, the internet is pretty cool. But Toilets. I was alive before. I was alive before the internet, so I I could like. I can get on with that. And I have been at points in my life where actually, like, just recently, like, honestly, the last two years, I've had the most access, like, steady access to internet and cable and fucking all that shit. So I'm, I'm pretty sure I'd, I'd be all right with that. Yeah, I know it's, like, super selfish, but I, I like seeing fucking yeah. dudes that are all jacked up beat the shit out of each other for a stupid fucking ball. Yeah, yeah. I like it. That That makes sense. Yeah, dude, that's a fucking great answer because that is that that is a great answer. I'm I'm just I'm racking my brain here too. I think toilet paper would also suck to go without, and like I'm only thinking of that now because of the first lockdown where everybody went fucking insane. But uh, yeah. yeah, oh man, there's gonna I be got... a day that you just finally wipe your ass I... for the last time with toilet paper, and I don't think you know that day is coming until it happens. Like you're looking back dude, a year dude, after, dude. I I could fucking rock your fucking world right now you think wiping your ass with toilet paper or something i got a baby oh. baby wipes Woo. Woo. yeah Fuck it. take one of those bad boys back there oh man you're good to go good to go i mean i might spoil myself <laughs> get on amazon <laughs> get some fucking baby wipes treat my hey, ass man. right it's fucking a few extra dollars to make yourself feel fucking fresh as fucking spring rain, buddy. <laughs> well, on that note, I want to thank everybody for joining us at Bearded and Board. You can find us on Instagram at Bearded and Board at uh, Gmail or you can, on our email at Bearded and Board at gmail.com. Uh, we're starting a TikTok, a clapper, all that stuff. Uh, that's Addict's Bag. I don't really know much about it, but I do know. We're trying to grow here. We'd like to just keep seeing where this goes. So if you don't mind jumping on iTunes and giving us a five-star review, it's going to go a long, long way for helping other people find us and we can do more weird, fun shit as we grow our community. Uh, any Anything you want to shout out, uh, Chris? Uh, Leafs are up to one in the series, so fuck you, Montreal. <laughs> fuck. Yeah, I've been trying every week now, uh, like an ongoing thing is just like something that you've randomly been really, really enjoying. What do you want to to promote? Um, I think for me, it's not going to be the Toronto-Montreal series until tomorrow when we tie it back up. How about Control-Alt-Destroy? It's a podcast with Summer Glau from the Firefly TV series. Uh, it's kind of an audio drama and uh, it's an ongoing story. It's been a lot of fun so far, so you can check out Control Alt Destroy. Sweet, man. That was a good fucking episode. Yeah, fuck. Thanks for having me on again, buddy. Fucking anytime, man. You crush it. Shut up,
Alright, brother. Cheers. Cheers, man. I'll uh, see you Wednesday. Hey, man. Fucking Leafs, eh? Yeah. Fucking two in a row now. Some goddamn horse shit, if you ask me. (laughs) Hey, man. It's been a long time coming. Well, the first game I didn't watch, and Montreal won, so I swore to myself I wasn't going to watch any of the other ones, and they had it on in the cafeteria for the second game they lost, (laughs) so I figured that was my fault. And then fucking made the mistake of telling my roommate that, so he was chasing me around today, just kept fucking throwing the game on random devices, like casting <laughs> it to the TV and shit. Fuck. <laughs> fucking Carey Price, though. God damn, man. He makes some fucking beauty saves, though. That paddle save was a fucking robbery. Uh, I'll have to watch the highlights. You know, if, if Carey Price went to a different team to get a Stanley Cup, I think Fuck. I could forgive him. Yeah, we were just talking, I was fucking just messaging my buddy out west, he's a big fucking Habs fan, so we're going at it back and forth, but he was just saying that, like, fucking, yeah, if Carey Price had played for any other team, he'd have four cups by now. I was like, yeah, he would, if he didn't have a ridiculously huge contract that nobody wants to pick up. I think it was you yesterday that uh, mentioned uh, fucking Nugent Hopkins, and uh, who's the other guy out of fucking Edmonton? Like, two of the best players in the league on the arguably oh, the team. Yeah. And Dry Tettle's fucking crazy, too. Yeah. They, they're going to go never being really known outside of Edmonton. You know, yeah, they just the fucking... Games. And it sucks because, like, you've got, like, some of the best players in the world. It's like McDavid and Dry Tettle alone are just fucking crazy, but their fucking defense sucks so fucking bad that they can't fucking win a game. Well, I mean, they can, but... You gotta Obviously like look at right maybe now. getting rid of the coaching staff if it's going on as long as it's gone on up there. Like as much loyalty as you want to have, you fire the recruiters, you fire the coaches, and you just start to actually rebuild around these fucking giants, like on the team. Yeah, I don't know. They've had fucking such a shit show for the longest time. I mean, like they fucking had. Actually, it's kind of a cool story. Taylor Hall, like, fucking what a shit show he ended up being. But he's apparently a perfect fucking fit for Boston. He's just been on a fucking tear since he's got traded, and he's made a huge presence in the playoffs. So, like, finally, I guess he's finding his uh, footwork. Then they had fucking, like, Neil Yakpov, who was supposed Yakupov. to be fucking crazy good. Yeah. Well, I guess he's tearing it up in the KHL right now. Yeah, I just couldn't, uh, couldn't handle the NHL. No. Or just maybe there's something about Edmonton. Like... Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's it's a fucking good hockey town. I I enjoyed Edmonton. The city itself is fucking fucking crazy. Like 
I think Edmonton is grimier than Toronto, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. It's not nearly as flashy or heavily populated, but holy fuck, that is a grimy ass city. Like, yeah, there's not a lot of like swagger to Edmonton. I'm sure there's some spots, but uh, yeah, it's a very working class big city. Yeah, no, that's what it is. Like, like, well, it's oil country, so you're either like you got the middle class, which is compared to most people, like almost upper class, the super upper class, and then the like fucking bottom of the barrel all in one city so it makes for a pretty interesting interesting dynamic and so much drugs so much unbelievable drugs yeah (laughs) uh those reggers love and the farmers too love their cocaine oh my god well i mean everybody does does blow but yeah i mean like well you know you're working for like 21 days on you get like seven off your first day your first day or two you're just gonna be fucking sleeping then your next few days you're gonna want to do something you got all this fucking money and nothing to do or no time yeah. to fucking spend it so like why the fuck not are all of the camps dry or just most of them like 90 fucking percent of them i mean like you can still kind of get around it but it's re- it's really not worth it yeah i don't under i don't i can't imagine 21 days hard labor with a bunch of other dudes and it just everybody's completely sober yeah fucking Especially the first couple of days, you got to see some strung out motherfuckers. A lot of wild shit. Oh my god, there's, it's just a whole fucking crazy ass fucking culture out there. Like, just, I don't even know where to begin. You you see some shit out there. Isn't it one of those like amazing things you don't want to shine too much light on because it's like one of the last bastions of like just freedom and not. I think I'm misusing the phrase, but guys being guys, like because there's men and women out there. They but like when I say guys, I'm yeah, just mean, there like, definitely is. But yeah, I get. I don't know a hundred percent what you're alluding to, but yeah, like it's. <laughs> You don't it's, take a lot of people's so, feelings into account. No, it, it, no, it's it's totally like one of the last few like boys clubs. Like it's like fucking it's a hockey locker room like times ten. It, it's pretty fucking crazy. Like you gotta have a really fucking thick skin to be out there. It, it's a fucking hard life, and so you, you gotta I don't know you, you gotta somehow find a way to put a spin on it. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna do our introduction. Uh, Or, yeah, the fucking heat wave is coming, or ice storm, and there's fucking always something. But honestly, though, like, holy fuck, the wildfires. Like, I mean, I don't know yeah. if I just wasn't so, like, uh, consciously aware the, or environmentally aware when I was a kid, and, like, maybe there was shit. But I guess, like, since I've been paying attention to, like, I don't know, like, maybe 10 years ago when I was living out west, like, holy fuck, the goddamn world's on fire, like, every fucking year. Yeah. It's like, how do we have any goddamn forests left? Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, like last year, the fires in the OS seemed okay. The year before were bad, but Australia wasn't like half the continent on fire at a certain fucking point. Oh yeah, it was fucking huge. Or even uh, try to think. I'm oh, fucking. California. My timelines are pretty bad, so it'd be like maybe three years ago now. The last time I fucking hitchhiked out west when I was in Medicine Hat, which is uh, like the very fucking bottom of Alberta, mm-hmm. because of the, there was a bunch of fires going on in Montana, which is right under us. And then BC, about two weeks after I was there, they put out like a warning to like stay inside your homes. It's like fucking the smoke was so bad. And I got, I guess kind of like, 
fucking going back and forth here. But, so how I noticed it was like first couple days, the sky was like a weird like pinkish orange color. Like it just kind of looked like cloudy and pinkish and orange. Yeah. And then like it kind of like really smelt smoky. And then it was smoky. And then there was like an advisory to like stay inside the homes and all that because the air quality. There was so much fires going around under us and beside us that we were getting the smoke from the fires that were like fucking probably like hundreds, hundreds of kilometers away. Jesus Christ. Well, oh my God, I can't imagine seeing that. Like I saw the pictures out of Fort Mac whenever that was and like it looks like hell on earth. I can't imagine. You you kind of glossed over it. Like you, you, we we haven't really like drilled down and talked too much about it, but you you've hitchhiked across Canada and like couch surfed and stuff. Like w- at a point where you close to homeless or just kind of on an adventure? Like I'm I'm curious. Oh no, I was I was totally homeless for a while, but turned it into an adventure. It didn't honestly feel like it didn't really feel like being homeless because I mean like I. I could have figured stuff out or whatnot, but no. I was, I don't know, I guess at the point in life that was leading up to it, I like really had like gotten into the punk lifestyle that I'd always kind of been in, but was like full into it. And then so like when everything just kind of fell apart and the weather was nice at the same time too, I was like, you know, let's just fucking let's just go fucking full force in. You fall over your beers. Oh, yeah, my fucking coffee mug there just toppled over as I was trying to get something so I could quietly lift my uh, cup up and down, but that's not fucking happening whatsoever. And even that's too loud. So fuck it. I apologize, man. <laughs> oh, no worries. I'm just busting your balls. But, yeah, so, like, I just end up kind of, like, being, I don't know, like, half necessity and then just half being like, well, like, fuck, let's just see what the other side of the tracks is like. Yeah. That's... Fuck, man, that's wild. Well, you know what? Like, fucking rich people get to go on, like, a fucking a year jaunt throughout Europe backpacking and shit like that. You just did that in Canada. You did the poor person's <laughs> version of a sabbatical. Oh, fuck, man. Yeah, like, uh, definitely the last time I did it, I had, I had worked for, like, seven months before staying at my cousin's place and just so I'd have, like, a bunch of money mm-hmm. and well that was the plan but i bought some good gear so at least you know i'd, I'd have some shit like good fucking solar shit so i can charge my stuff and two cheap phones and fucking uh data bank so i could listen to a fucking my podcast and a really good lightweight tent and i spent a lot of money doing all that shit and i had it set so i'd have like you know like four grand to you know get me through my travels Holy and fuck. then i went to see my brother and my family before i left and then i hooked up with a few buddies and partied for like a week straight and by the time <laughs> i hit the road i had 80 dollars in my pocket oh, no. to get me across the country but that honestly made it that much more interesting that must have been the most amazing fucking party of all time holy fuck yeah that one got away from me and fast um yeah, I think that makes you most uniquely fucking qualified to talk about this doomsday stuff with me. <laughs> you've, <laughs> you've practiced it. Uh, I gotta know, man. You fucking... What kind of a stinky fucking punk were you by, like, week two? Were you able to, like, shower or anything? Or were you just, like, fucking full-on B.O. Oh, dude, monster? Well, I guess, like, I'm, I'm gonna, like... 
I don't know. Like, uh, I was pretty punk rock before then. I mean, like, honestly, uh, I have to shower every day now because I, I work with food and shit. But, mm-hmm. I mean, for the most part, when I was working, like, I might shower once a week anyways. But, fuck, like, before I actually started hitchhiking, I was just, like, doing my thing with the one crazy girlfriend I had there. Like, I might shower once a month anyway, so it really wasn't a big thing for me. You get to the point where, like, you get like this. Oh, I'll get into it, Grody. It's, it's almost like um, I don't know. If you put too much deodorant on, and you know where you get like that white shit in your armpits, you kind of just almost yeah. get that naturally. <laughs> it's like just like salt deposits, like fucking body cheese, just fucking, <laughs> just fucking grimy, Grody, fucking <laughs> crust punk, man. Just no shit. Or like fucking, I had a fucking, uh, just like the pair of patch pants that I made. Mm-hmm. Just they were like almost like armor because I had this awesome pair of like heavy duty fucking military pants, and then I just cut all the patches and just bits of fucking odd fabric to like completely cover them to make like a really heavy pair of fucking pair of pants that like, keep me warm in the winter or whatnot. Yeah, but man, I wore those fuckers for like almost a year straight and did not wash them. Oh my god. Oh my god, yeah, I would totally fucking go into like the odd like yuppie fucking because I would just like, you know, end up in a small town. They have a lot of them like, uh, it's not so much out west, but definitely closer to the cities they do. But when I come back to Ontario, like, because everything is so yuppie here. Yeah. And especially like when I went back to Picton, I would just go into like these fucking like yuppie bars and like go and sit down and like people would just like <laughs> be disgusted by the smell and like fucking remark <laughs> on it and shit all the time. And oh man, it was awesome. But fucking this one place, uh, it, I'm trying to think, it was called the Country Canteen in Picton. It was like a few years ago. It was actually right before I went out west again, but I had just been out to Montreal, like hardcore for the street uh, fucking, like the street punk fucking festivals and shit they have there. Like, uh, I'm trying to think, Fatel is one of the underground ones. But anyway, mm-hmm. so I was like already a month deep into a bender before I was going to head out west. But my grandma was out there at the time, so I went to chill at her place and help her out with a few things because I'm a pretty cool grandson like that, believe it or not. Yeah. And uh, so I fucking actually hitchhiked fucking from Milford into Picton so I could go drink at the night. Mm-hmm. Went and I was just talking to one of the, I would like call him like a Toronto hipster working down in the summer kind of thing. But anyways, he yeah. talked music, so I got pretty good into it and liked me and all that and fucking even bought me, a, gave me a free round. And uh, this fucking, I don't know, just like douche comes in. He's kind of fucking like like drunk. I mean, I'm drunk, but he's just like obnoxious drunk. And kind of like, it's like, I don't know, making words the way I dress and shit like that. Just a total county prick. And then fucking anyways, weird thing too. He like leans over. Like, the weirdest thing is because you would not have to lean over because I was fucking right. He like leans over, takes a huge fucking whiff, and he's like, oh, you're fucking right, bud. And like, just, you know, some weird fucking thing. Yeah. And out of all the places you would think I'd be the one to kick out, bartender's like, yeah, you can, uh, don't worry about paying for your drink. You can leave, buddy. It's like, oh, that's pretty cool. Not me. He was, he fucking, he was talking he to the kicked, other guy. He yeah, he other. kicked the other guy for being out. But meanwhile, I'm in this total yuppie bar. Totally do smell like a fucking trash can that's been sitting out in the sun all week. I fucking, I thought you were going to tell a completely different story, like it was going to be Rambo, and they used to like fucking drag you outside with some bars of Irish Spring. They drove first whiff! <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that one went surprisingly well. I have had a fucking, I 
I've been kicked out of so many places I can't even fucking tell you, but no, uh, that one that one went surprisingly well. I don't know. We just like we're talking good music and all that. And then oddly enough, though, I did fucking just because I do know a lot of friends that are in bands and shit like that. Came across like what is fucking either it was a gig he was playing or something and all that. I just seen the advertisement for it and I was like, huh, fuck me. I totally know that dude. Well, not know them, but I guess cross paths with that dude and fucking drank beers with them a few times while I was out in the county that year. That's fucking awesome, man. It's, it's weird the people you meet and like there's cool people in every fucking uh, grouping or, you know, whatever style. But then there's also just assholes. Like you can meet some of the best boys in the world and they're farmers. And then you yeah, just come across a few that are cunts. It's really fucking weird. I have a, I guess it's because, like, I don't know a lot about anything, but I know a little about a lot. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot of interest. So I can strike up a conversation with just about anybody. It's odd, I guess. See me at work when I'm sober? No, nah, I'm fucking. But if I've got a few beers in me, I'll strike up a conversation with anybody. Yeah. And I have a personality that for over the years, like, I fucking get along with, like, anybody. It doesn't matter fucking, like, what you do for work, what your fucking, like, genre you might fit into. It doesn't fucking matter. I get along with everybody, and my friends are from fucking every walk of life. I have no fucking... I, I don't know what it is, because, like, I really have nothing special to offer. But, uh, I don't know. Oh, you're I guess charming maybe because I've never I guess it's because I've never pigeonholed myself and had to be like oh I'm only gonna hang out with jocks or I'm only gonna hang out with the metalheads or like yeah. yeah if you're a good person you're a good person I'll fucking I'll have a beer with you I always figured because I was a stoner I just got along with everybody and the fucking poor smoker so I was always bumming lights and darts off people so I just had to learn to be uh, non-confrontational <laughs> but like when oh you... dude that that's totally like hitting the nail on the head I uh now, not even really when I'm drinking do I ever smoke, but mm-hmm. for the longest time, I've never smoked, like, if I'm sober, or definitely not if I was at work, never smoke, but if I'm drinking, I'll fucking, I'll hack a pack of darts in a night, and fucking, that's one of the biggest things, because you're inside, ah, I don't really dance, ah, you know, I just had a beer, I'd probably use fucking five minutes to sober up before I go get the next one, and you go out, or if fucking... Anytime at a concert, you go, you see the band, you just moshed, you're fucking, you got no breath left, you're fucking tired. <laughs> go and hang out in the alleyway and have some beers because they're cheaper and hanging inside. And so you just smoke with everybody. And so you start talking. And like, that's, that's how a lot of it, I think, is honestly, it's just people being out there and being like, well, I can have a smoke by myself or I can fucking talk to this guy. And you start talking. As long as you're not an asshole, fuck yeah. Well, I've been smoking for so long. I think that's pretty much how I met most of my friends. Uh, you know, half my girlfriends. Uh, you know, any kind of work relationship, or that's just the way that it was. Is like you're outside, and it's a really non-confrontational way to just, oh, hey, what's up? Blah 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 blah. And then you might, you know, you got that one common interest, and then there might be a second one, and build from there. But now that I don't have that, I'm curious to see what the world looks like from a non-smoker's point of view just because i think i've been smoking if you look at i'm 30 32 going on 33 i just quit so like and i started smoking when i was 13 like the better part of my life i've been a smoker (laughs) yeah i I guess I smoked, like, more consistently through high school right up until about when I dropped out. And then it was kind of off and on. And then, like I was saying, smoked more more or less just when I was drinking. Yeah. However, it's kind of weird that, like, to coexist, my old lady smokes. Like, 
fairly heavily. Yeah. And I just don't. It doesn't bother me. Like, I... Actually, the last time I was hacking darts was, uh... Fucking... Just, like, randomly walk into the fucking... <laughs> fucking weird. Sorry, I'm thinking out loud. Yeah. Walk into the store to fucking go grab some bag tags or whatnot, and I got a brew in my hand. And I go and get the bag tags, and I come back, and I'm drinking a beer, and I see somebody else walking up, and I was, like, in my head, just, like, the internal dialogue is, uh Look at this shady motherfucker. <laughs> wonder what he's all up to. And I was like, oh, I see. Just fucking walking around, drinking a fucking beer, too. And I fucking, I'm like, as I'm thinking this in my head, I was like, oh, fuck. I'm, yeah, I'm totally a shady motherfucker. Mm. I'm totally drinking a beer right now, too. And as I get the steps closer, holy fuck, it's my buddy. So we fucking, <laughs> like, stop in the middle of the fucking, we stop in the middle of the fucking road, and we start talking and fucking shit. And I was like, fucking... He lights up a smoke, and I was like, oh, man, can I fucking uh, I have one of those darts off you? And so we start having one, and fucking he drinks his beer, and I'm like, shit, you know what? Honestly, dude, I'm only, like, a block away from my house. You want to, like, come over here? I was, like, I was like, I'm, like, so fucking starved for attention. We fucking haven't had anything in the last lockdown. So we, like, came over to my house, had beer in the back, and I had a few few cigarettes with him. And mm-hmm. After he took off, fucking had a few more beers, fucking crashed out, woke up the next morning. Oh my god, my fucking lungs and throat were just fucking killing me. Hadn't had, hadn't you know had a smoke in like six months, and then I just fucking like back to back like seven in the course of like fucking ninety minutes. Oh man, oh, that sounds wonderful. I fucking miss it <laughs> every day. And like I, I oh that's interesting because I didn't think about like you mentioned at the bar. You know, you go out and you sober up for a couple of minutes. I am not gonna have the same pacing because I've been smoking is the entire time that I've drank. So, like, is that going to throw me off? I'm going to get real shit-faced in the first three hours because I'm not going out four or five times in an hour? Well, that's it, too, though. Fucking not smoking consistently. Fucking sometimes I will have, like, beers, and I'll be all right, but then I'll go out and I will have a smoke. And holy fuck, because I haven't had a smoke in, like, two weeks. Just the head rush that I get from it. I think a lot of it is now that I'm starting to think about it. This lockdown's actually been pretty good for my health and probably put tax and fucking years onto it because <laughs> going into this shit man i was like a pretty pretty fucking wild place in my life definitely not where i should have been where i decided to have a kid and shit mm-hmm. and uh now that i just can't go to concerts or can't go to the bar can't go out and party and all that it's actually been pretty beneficial to my health to be honest i didn't quit smoking i fucking really don't go out and fucking you know, black out and wake up in random alleys and shit anymore so yeah, it's, it's got give and take. Well, and like, yeah, you can find a good balance because you seem to be enjoying yourself with some of the other projects and shit. Like, so at least, you know, like there's that there, too. You know, you can still enjoy a concert or you can enjoy fucking around in the backyard or, you know, working on a car or something like that. Like it, it doesn't always have to be one or the other. Which I'm Yeah, no, for sure. Now I just have the fucking Bluetooth speaker fucking cranking up youtube concerts when i'm out in the backyard doing whatever yeah i'm having trouble i i know because i just said that that like that's the way that i would like to think but sometimes i just i want to do some self-destructive crazy shit for no fucking reason just because i don't want to feel old yet and i'm like that i've just been good for too long i need to do something slightly illegal again oh oh yeah i i definitely feel that and i'm definitely yeah, once stuff opens up a little more, I will definitely put myself into some some fucking risky situations. But, 